mental problems, raise your hand. Do you have mental problems? Put your hands I'm up, people. A, a drug called Lexapro. Um, during the pandemic, I wasn't on Lexapro. Then I started taking Lexapro. And now, my girlfriend says, I'm easier to be around. Is it working? Is it a placebo? I don't fucking know! But, but give me the pills. Just give me the pills. Come on, Neil, give hit it. That's what this song is about. I can't handle life! So I'm on pills! Tank, brother. It's just. Oh, man, we're what? back to this what? again. Why you no, you see, but you you will laugh, so I will get well, pity from, from the fans. That's, that's not fair because you can make a joke about a toothpick and she's gonna laugh. Wait, wait. Why do you think she's petitioning to have her back? That's fair. That's fair. So. No, listen. You get the giggles. It's okay. We'd much rather have the witch with the giggles. Compared to the witch with the hiccups when Tom and I came to complete a thought. Right? I thought you liked it when I had the hiccups. You made fun of me. Uh, well, yeah, it's good fucking, uh, it's good radio, I guess. It is, it is. So, um, real quick, uh, I feel we need to get out the way. Uh, we have one of my motherfucking brothers from another mother. We got the man, the myth, the legend. Wheels joining up, us tonight. Man, What's up, brother? Not much, thing, guys. Thanks for having me on, man. I'm just kind of sweating my ass off out here in Vegas. It's been 105 today. Whew! 105! And I'm bitching about 84 when I'm doing body work on my truck earlier. Fuck that shit. <laughs> 805! Yeah. No, thank All you. All right, listen. Yeah. Wheels, you go up around here, right? Yeah, man, I'm a Mercer High School graduate. Me and uh, me and Legs went to school together. Me and Tom. Okay. I call him Legs. So, he calls me Wheels. It's a term of endearment. So all I hear about the you know Vegas, Arizona, that whole area, they say it's a dry heat. Is there really a well, difference? Uh, I would say you still stick in your fucking head the oven, turn the oven on about 300 degrees and stick your head there and tell yourself it's a dry heat. See, and that's what I thought. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. 105 is fucking 105. Like, that's there right. ain't no disguise in it. Right. You know, and then, like, my, in my case, try being in a wheelchair that's made of metal and then, like, you can't get up and move Ooh. and get out of the motherfucker. I actually have a burn on my leg. My wheelchair would get so hot 
that it actually burnt my leg. Wow. <laughs> for real. Yeah. And I got a scar from where it fucking burnt. <laughs> Jeez. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Actually, over the weekend, it's going to get up to 113. Uh, yeah. Fuck that. Don't go outside, brother. Um, I'm going to try not to. <laughs> That's crazy. 130. Yeah. That's like in the air conditioning and pretend you've died kind of temperatures. No, that's right. like... Social responsibility that's, like, that's like run out in traffic and hope someone ends your misery. <laughs> no, that's like... It's just about... Like 80 degrees and, and come in and freeze and with a hoodie breaks. on. Right. I bet you they freeze out there at 80 because they're working so hard. <laughs> no, actually, uh, like October and April, that's about 80 degrees here. That's fucking perfect. Best time of year to be here is like fall time, October, okay. November. That's good to know. We're going to mark that on our calendar for whenever we have a, a team building exercise in Vegas. <laughs> April or October. Uh, which means yes. we need our Patreones to step up, Eric, people. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to our two uh, Expecto Patronuses, <laughs> Dare and the Little Witch in the Woods. Uh, we, 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 we thank you. We, we love you. We appreciate you. Um... Mm. Shout out to Sop. Yeah, oh yeah, we forgot that one. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, I, I Neil. Got, I got a little excited over yeah. Wheels being yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, that's fair, dude. I've been, I gotta tell you, I was telling Wheels before we started. I've been hearing stories about Wheels <laughs> probably for like the last six years that I've been hanging out with Tom. He'd be like, yeah. my boy Wheels out in Vegas. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Why are we not in Vegas? <laughs> Well, come come on out, man. We got plenty of fucking room. It's official. (laughs) It is on record that Wheels has now invited us to Vegas. Yeah, we got we're back. We're hosting the Super Bowl here this year in February. Super Bowl is going to be here. Well, you know what? I tell you what, Wheels. The Eagles make it. I'm coming. (laughs) All right. Bring it on, man. I am coming, and I don't even care if we go to the Super Bowl. We're just going to go fucking drink. All right, come on, man. <laughs> plenty, plenty of booze. Probably cheaper that way. Yep, that's true. Now, speaking of, um, that's a good question that just popped into my head. Thank you, Mike. Um, you've bought drinks here. You've bought drinks there. Like, how bad is the difference between the two? Uh, well, it depends on where you are. Like, say, when I went and seen Buck Cherry a few weeks ago over at the Brooklyn Bowl, Beers there are like eight bucks. Now, when I go to the House of Blues, like where I went and seen Black Label Society and Static X and shit, beers there are like 15 bucks. But the average beer on the Vegas Strip is about eight or nine bucks a beer. That's not you, bad. That's not I bad can, because you're paying 14 right off the bat for like the lower. Yeah. You know, the, not the lower, but the, the yeah. Met beers at a hockey game. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, at the Pearl Theater, where I went and seen George Thorogood, they were twelve bucks over there. So it, yeah, like ten bucks a beer, say, and then like a mixed drinks, like fourteen or fifteen. So it's it, it's comparable to just about any other area where there's like a lot of tourists and shit like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's not bad though. Could could have been a lot worse. So, um, hopefully this is recording well. We'll find out tomorrow, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, our Wheels, I don't know what you're yeah. drinking this year, man, but we we are actually going to get bougie today. Oh, shit. All right. 
Cool. So we're going to have. Wait, time out. Sorry, brother. We forgot one of the most important things of the segment. What? If you're impressed that we are going bougie this oh, week. you're right. Go ahead and hit us up and let us know at Mike at the drink at gmail.com. That's, that was pretty good. Where? Mike at the drink at gmail.com. Oh, the M. I don't like the M at the end. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you're just a picky bastard. Maybe, maybe we'll subscribe. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I put him on the spot. We forgot to tell him to plug the email. It's oh, Mike, Mike has a drink at gmail.com. Oh, there it is. Wheels coming through in the clutch. Yeah, there you go. We are definitely going bougie today. All right. All right. Ain't no, ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, life is a great well, indulgence, well, especially a great abstinence, as we we'll say. We'll find out <laughs> how Mike does with you. This normally does not work out well for me. But what I've got is a black, it's called a blackberry bourbon, right? So we've got our blackberries. Right. We've got some mint. Which I've been munching on the blackberries a little bit. What are you doing, man? How what? are we going to have drink number two if you eat them all? I ate three of them. Yeah, that's three <laughs> less than I got to work with now. All right, all right. You, you know what? Wait, I better make it even. Number four. <laughs> what if I fuck Don't this up Don't eat the supply, now? dude. You should know that's like rule number one. Yeah. How are you going to pay the rent if you're eating the fucking product? Yes. Yeah. So... <laughs> We got blackberries, we got some mint, we got some honey. We got lady in the background bitching. Lady just kind of being lady. So, this is, uh, for the record, this is the first time I've ever muddled. Mud blood? Hear that? I'm mixing that shit up. I'm not even a Harry Potter fan. That's some Harry Potter shit there. And I know, and I'm not even, oh, that smells good though. Woo! You got it up here next to the bar, next to me on the bar. Oh damn! Okay. Okay, so we hit the spot. The result of the muddling. Good. Now we need our bourbon. You heard it here, folks. Folks, it's oh good. Mike's a good muddler. (laughs) One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, and a little extra with some love. Hey, Wheels, what's the next show you're going to see, brother? What next show? Yeah. Uh, Lamb of God and Suicide Silence and Arcadia Strain, August 25th at the uh, Pearl Theater over at the Palms Casino. Hey, Wheels. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> see now. That is three days before oh. my birthday, and that is... Like, basically, I just had a wet dream over that I, I lineup. Get that. He just I get said. that, but listen, if we want, <laughs> we want people to come back on, you, yeah, can't, you can't be fucking telling them to fuck you. <laughs> well, well, from, 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 from my main legs, if I do say so myself, that is a term of endearment. I think all that right, is. A- all right. <laughs> so let's see, we got to shake this up. You got to make sure you smile like John Caffrey. Right. Um, whoops. We got a problem. Mike can't get the makeup burglars. It's stuck together. No, I don't need that part. Oh, you did get it. Good job, Tom. Thank you. I knew I knew you were the man for the job. Tom got them uh good finger strength. Okay. And then they're on My mixer is definitely not big enough. Your wigglers work is what you're telling us. 
but I never heard no complaints. Yeah, I mean, it's the motion of, I don't know, so whatever, whatever guys with little things tell each other. I jump on my lifted truck, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I am one of those guys. I will get out of my stock truck, look at one of those guys with the super jacked up, never see an actual off-road a day in their life trucks, and I will say loud as hell, thank God I don't have a tiny penis. That shit yeah. looks expensive. Yeah, so, in my defense, there's probably supposed to be ice in those cups, I don't know. Yeah, there is. So, we got shots, at least. Cheers. Cheers. Wheels, here's to you. Right on, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Wow. Okay, I probably should have measured a little better. That's uh, uh, oh god, god, I feel like I'm at Raiders over in Warren, Ohio. <laughs> hey, it was the thought that counts, people. I poured it with love. I appreciate the thought. <laughs> I may have, uh, may have counted it correctly. For what it's worth, I take the love. The TikTok, yeah. man, like, and if you watch the professional bartenders on TikTok, <clears throat> it's one, two, three, four. That's a shot. No, it's like one, two is a shot. No, no it's a half. It's, no. No, with the size, oh, so you can't me. No. Oh. The cat agrees. Thanks. Thanks, Wayne. Wait. The cat just wants out to get pussy. That's all he wants. Yeah. Stop sugarcoating it. So now Mike's new code name is the cat instead of Daddy Mike? Yeah. <laughs> no, he will always be Daddy Mike. Listen, that's probably why the cat and I get along so well. We're always on the hunt, you know what I'm saying? So. And seldom successful. Thank God. Thank God Wheels listens to us. No. Thank God Wheels yeah. grew up with legs and knew what to expect coming that's, in. That's fair. That's, that's true. Thank I'm I'm so glad like he's not one of those people like you pay to come on your podcast. Right? Whew. We dodged that bullet. <laughs> Alright, so you know, our listeners get it. We're always like searching for knowledge. You know what I mean? We want right. different yeah. opinions, different views. Right. Um, you know, we do we do tend to hit the serial killers. Um, but, you know, we've also gone yeah. out and talked to some bar owners. Bar and, owners yeah. and we had our most adult episode ever with, with the mortgage guy, Cousin Dave. I, I think that was, yeah. Okay, but the second most growing up episode ever was our very first. Yeah. Because yeah, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Right. We were a little nervous. And we were carrying it. We were hitting on a sensitive subject for yeah. all three of us at that point yeah, in time. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, we wanted to go. We wa- okay, wait. Let me, let me interrupt you there and build up to you. Okay, that's good. Um, when we covered the Son of Sam case, right? Yeah, that's fair. That's good. That's good. It got brought up, the misconceptions that were started about, you know, uh, the satanic church and, you know, satanic cults because of Son of Sam 
you know, quote unquote, supposedly belonging to one. Well, we talked about satanic panic being yeah. the rare thing in the late seventies, yeah. rocking the whole way through all to because, the early nineties. All, all because of fucking Maury Terry. Well, and Geraldo Rivera and oh, like that. You know that name? Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, well, let, let me uh, dispel. Um, first of all, the uh, FBI did a study in 1992. It concluded that every, just about every one of those uh, myths from the Satanic Panic about people teleporting and everybody belonging to the, you know, Satanism was everybody from like a general down to like a teenage kid drawing a pentagram on a wall. Um, so, you know, that's a pretty low bar for entry for, you know, Satan, uh, the man, you know, the master, the leader, you know, as the Bible says, uh, the um, God of this earth. Well, that's a pretty low bar for just some 17 year old kids that listen to Slayer and draw pentagrams. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, yeah, so every pentagrams are traditionally symbols of protection. protection. Anyways, depending on like, I don't know how, how one person's religion gets thrown in with another's except other than sheer ignorance and willfulness based upon, yeah, we won't go. Um, I'll get preachy against uh, some certain religions. Um, <laughs> that aren't represented to defend themselves. And and that's and that's exactly what I was pointing to Wheels <coughs> excuse me, when I got that uh, satanic Bible off of you was that I wanted to read it to get both right. sides it, of the story. Is to kinda of learn what it's about. Uh right. well again uh, let me let me first off start off by saying that like I said uh, before we started, I um I'm not an official representative. I'm just a member. I've been a member for It'll be 11 years come September. I've been practicing the religion for 14 years. Um, but I do not speak for, uh, but the thing is, though, when you say that is, is, if you've never met a Satanist or never heard of Satanism, then I do become your official representative, whether I am one or not. Uh, so I have to, uh, you know, clarify that, you know, anything I do say or, uh, is going to be kind of my personal opinion and, okay. uh, you know, my interpretation. Yeah, that's um, it's your experience. Right. I'm just experienced as somebody who's been practicing for a while. But again, we don't, we have official reps and I'm not one of those people. Well, Will, <laughs> do you yeah. mind me asking um, what How denomination were you raised, if any? Um, and really last Catholic at best. We weren't really I mean, we did the Christian holidays, Christmas, Easter, uh, you were, you Thanksgiving. Were a Christmas, the Easter kind of guy. Oh, just in case. Right. That's what yeah. I Kind of like that's just how we were raised. We did the holidays, but we didn't really go to church regularly. I wasn't really, you know, required to like know anything about religion or God. You know, it was just, you know, you just kind of take it as it goes and kind of do what most people do and just kind of go through the motions. Um, but as I got older, I kind of, well, I should suppose I should start from the beginning. Uh, the first thing I ever saw in the Church of Satan was on the History Channel when I was about 15. There was a um, documentary or something on the History Channel called like. 666 the devil's number you could find a uh, part of on on youtube and um that kind of got my interest you know in like oh what's that or what's that about you know um because i've always been kind of inquisitive and you know kind of looking for the unexplored and the things that kind of go untalked about you know or like that third side perspective as we say in satanism you know what i mean right. um that kind of thing where too many too many false dichotomies are offered and you know something's either a or b but you never look at a c or a d or an e you know and uh so then when I got out on my own, when I was about 23 or 24, I had Internet access through my smartphone. And I uh, the, remember that uh, Borders books that was inside the uh, mall there in Hermitage. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, that was 
place I bought my first satanic Bible and I went to the Bible section because I'm thinking, oh, it's a Bible. So I went up to the Bible section. It wasn't there. So I went to the counter and there was a nice uh, blonde lady there. And I go, ma'am, I'm looking for a book. Could you help me find it? She goes, oh, what book? And I'm like, uh, it's called the satanic Bible. And I'm trying to whisper because, you know, we're just in hermitage and, you know, I don't want to hear everybody to hear me. So she goes, don't we have one? And she goes back to the new age and occult section and, uh, you know, comes back with this black book that says the satanic Bible, Anton Zandor Levey with the pink pentagram on it, you know, Baphomet. And, uh, I'm like, yeah, I think that's it. So I paid for the book. It was about eight or 10 bucks. And I, uh, you know, she gave me the bag and I put it on the back of my chair and I ran, I, you know, I wheeled it out of there like I stole something, you know, and I'm like, wow, I finally have this book. And then I got home and I, uh, sat down and I read the book cover to cover and I just kind of felt like it resonated with me as if it had kind of already been, uh, you know, kind of representing the way I was already feeling like when it talked about like the, you know, four crown princes of hell, I already knew what three of them were when it talked about good and evil being subjective as to what one likes versus what one doesn't like. I kind of resonated with that, uh, you know, looking for the unexplored, the things that excite and titillate me, you know, Okay. Um, so I kind of resonated with that. And then, but I kept exploring because I just wasn't sure if it was just a fad or was I really part of this or was I, did I really feel like this was truly me? Right. Because so I, I feel, I feel like, um, you, you know, the church that you belong to gets a lot of fad. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, well, let, let me clarify. It's not a church in a physical sense. It's not a bill. I mean, we call ourselves the church of Satan, but. We're more kind of based on a cabal concept where we're not a building. You can't go to a church of Satan. Right. So okay. Part of our part of our concept is uh, like strict taxation of churches. We believe that all churches should be taxed. It's taxed. It's our second point of pentagonal revisionism. Um, you were telling me about this the other day, Wheels, that um, the Satanic Church is the only church that actually pays taxes. Yes. Yes. As I understand it, yes, we are. Um, uh, you know what I mean? Because we believe that all churches should be taxed. So we, we kind of tend to kind of keep our religion to ourselves and do it in our own homes. A lot of us have ritual chambers and things like that. We go into, you know, ritual for us is a cathartic activity or, as the book says, a self-transformative psychodrama. It's kind of a way of expelling emotions that might be hindering you from enjoying your life. Um, we have three main types of ritual in the Satanic Bible, which we can get into at some point if you'd like. Okay. Uh, magic and that kind of thing. Um Wheels, let me yeah. stop you for um, one second. I'm wondering, I'm yeah, wondering if it would not be easier to hear you if, like, you were on, you were on Tom's phone on speaker. Cause you're, he's a little muffled. <coughs> Does that make sense or no? Yeah. <coughs> yeah. That, okay. Yeah, that might be what we need to do. <coughs> uh, and then also for the first time ever. I'm about to tell Tom, go dump this Blackberry bullshit, and we're just going to drink straight bourbon. Because this was a fucking TikTok fail. It was a terrible idea. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what are you about to do? Dump these. Oh, okay. just... Well, I mean, here, I guess this would be the problem, though. If we have him just call, we may lose what we already have. Yeah. Right. So I guess I guess this is our way of apologizing in advance. Well, I can I can hear you guys. Okay, okay. I might be a little bit muffled. Okay. Um, you know what I mean. Um, I'll just try to speak a little bit louder. No, I, um, 
I am, you know? although I am closest to the phone. It sounds. Yeah. I mean, that's fair because I guess a couple <laughs> other times we've had people call in and think they were muffled and they were fine. So right. we'll just roll with it, and if it if it turns out poor, we'll just redo it. Right. All right, man. All right, that works for me too. So, um. Let's kind of jump in a little bit. Um, what, like, are the main? I don't know. In like, what are the, what are the main? What are the main tenets of Satanism? Basically, what are the basic tenets? Wait, what? And the basic tenets? Yeah. Uh, um. Okay. Uh. Well, we have uh, several. We have like the nine satanic statements. We have the eleven rules of the earth. The nine satanic sins and the five points of pentagonal revisionism. Okay. Um, so I guess uh, we'll start with the uh, nine satanic uh, statements. Uh, the first one is uh, Satan represents. Notice I said represents. I didn't say worship. It must be stressed that Satanism is not Satan worship. Um, if I may paraphrase a uh, magister of ours who has a satanic po- uh, YouTube channel called uh, Satan's Flame. Um, he, he says it's uh, not Satan worship, it's Satanism. So we use Satan as our mascot for what we're about, which is pride, lust, earthly success, rational self-interest, being selective about who you love. Um, all these things have traditionally been given the, the devil's names, science, skepticism, atheism. Uh, you know, all these things have traditionally been, you know, kind of on the side of the devil. So we embrace these things as kind of rash, uh, life-enriching ideals rather than sins or something to be shameful. Um, if that makes sense, you know what I mean? So I've always kind of said that, you know, etymologically, the word Satan comes from the Hebrew word Hasatom, which just means adversary or accuser. So because this is a religion of the flesh and of the carnal, this is the adversary or the opposite of all the other religions and belief systems that are carnal and try to get you focused on more of a hereafter. We believe that this is all you get. When you die, that's it. Uh, there's no heaven, no hell. No, you know what I mean? As the Satanic Bible says, no heaven of bright glory, nor a hell where sinners roast. Here and now is the day of torment. Here and now is the day of joy. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so, so you're saying basically when you die, that's it. Right. We're we're, funda- we're fundamentally atheist. Okay. Um, you know, we're, we're, uh, so atheist, but atheist almost just says what you're not, because it just says non-theist. Okay. You don't believe in God. You don't believe in a creator. Whereas Satanist, with our, like I said, our. Uh, Nine satanic statements, the eleven rules of the earth, the five points of protagonal visionism, and the nine satanic sins, it kind of defines I am this. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So to speak. Uh, but uh, the first of the nine satanic statements is Satan represents uh, indulgence rather than abstinence. You know what I mean? But not compulsion. We believe that, you know, as long as you're not hurting anyone and you're doing it and it's not hurting you, do it as long as you enjoy it. You know, we're all about Epicureanism and enjoying life. So, I mean, yeah, that's basically I, like... Uh, uh, a bastardized way to say uh, to each her own, right? Right. right. Yeah, you know yeah. What? You know what I mean? Uh, as long as you're not fucking hurting someone. Right. Indulge as much as you want, but within reason. You know what I mean? I mean yeah. One of our statements is also responsibility to the responsible. You know, if you're going to be your own God, you got to be responsible and own your own shit, too, you know? Okay. <laughs> but the second one is uh, Satan represents vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. That is to say that, you know, this is all you get. Self-preservation is the highest law. And pragmatism and survival is our ultimate goal in Satanism, right? So, um, you know, there's no spiritual pipe dreams. This is all you get. So whatever you want in this world, you know, you got to get it now. You know what I mean? Uh, like I say, 
you know, no spiritual pipe dreams. Okay. Uh, thirdly, uh, Satan represents uh, undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self-deceit. That is, you know, be honest about who yourself, be honest about who you are. Again, Satan is about being your own God. So you always have to have an honest appraisal of your perspective, what you can do and what you can't, and kind of not look at yourself for like, you know, I mean, you could have the is to be of like what you want as you move towards it, but be okay. honest about who and what you are kind of like, you know. And then uh, fourthly is uh, Satan represents uh, love and kindness to those who deserve it instead of love, waste, or ingrate. As the Satanic Bible talks about, you know, it's impossible to talk about uh, loving everyone. You know, we're not like Christians, bro. We think you can love everybody. Love is a strong word. So is hate. So you both use kind of both sparingly. After all, there's no value on love if you love everyone. Okay. Right? So, uh, uh, you know. I mean, I'm going to uh, line up with some of this shit. I got to tell you. I got to tell you, when Wheels gave me that book to read. Yeah. I'm sitting, I'm, I'm messaging him like the entire time I'm reading. I'm like, no shit. Like, yeah. for real, like this. And then, like. I, I mean, it's, it's making some sense. And and not not saying I didn't come in expecting it to make sense or not, but right. like that. I mean, the whole love your neighbor or whatever. That's like that's a really good point, right? We throw the word love around, and you know what? Not everybody deserves it. Right. That's right. Some people can't even manage. Right. Why are you attacking? We're not, we're not putting hands up, Tom, because I, mine might have to go up too. But um, why should we force to love other people if you can't even manage the emotional strength yeah. to love yourself? Right. And first so, and foremost, as your own God, you also have to love yourself. I mean, we believe, that, you know, like I said, vital existence. So in Satanism, we are our own gods. We make our own morals. You know, I am my own highest God. As Megan's Peter H. Gilmore writes in his book, The Satanic Scriptures, our current high priest, in his essay, or the devil, he says, you know, I am an atheist. I am my own God. I decide what is a value. I am my own highest value. Wait. Good is that which benefits me and is productive. Bad is that which hinders me and is destructive. Hey, let me interrupt you real quick, yeah. brother. What's that? Uh, you said atheist. Is that different from an atheist, or is that the pronunciation? Well, well I th I said atheist, meaning that atheist, like I said, just believes what it kind of says what you're not, meaning you don't believe in a creator. Right. Atheist, because we Satanists are our own gods, as we say, not not in a literal sense of like I walk on water, but that I am my own important thing in my own entire universe, so to speak. Uh, I create my own world. I shape my world. You're part of my world, brother. You know what I'm saying? You make me happy. You know, there's a quote from our founder, Anton LaVey, where he says, there are those who take my time, I shun them. Then there are those who share my time, I entertain them. But then there's a precious few who enrich my time and I cherish them. You see what I'm saying? So it's not that we don't love, it's that you're kind of selective about who you love, like yeah, I said in the beginning. Right. That's fair. But, I mean, that, right. and that makes sense, man. Um, right. So what what kind of, like, customs or traditions do you guys have? Like, obviously, you know, like, you know, the quote-unquote... Uh, I mean, Christianity, whatever, they celebrate Christmas, they celebrate Easter. Well, uh, we say, we say this, um, the highest holiday for us is actually your birthday. Again, you are your own God. Okay. Satan is very egocentric. So actually your birthday is your most important holiday. Um, you know, like this year, my sister's coming into town, so we're going to get a hotel. You know, she's never been here before, so we're going to play tourists, go get a steak for my birthday here in a few weeks, that kind of shit. Um, but yeah, the most important holiday in Satanism is your birthday. Then the second most important holiday is, uh, 
uh, Wilpergish night, which is, um, for us, it's, uh, kind of the new satanic year, uh, 19, actually it was, uh, April 30th, 1966, when Anton LaVey founded the Church of Satan. Um, so that's our second highest holiday, you okay. know what I mean? Um, and then the third would be, then after that would be Halloween or Samhain. Okay. Known in, you know, pagan tradition. But, uh, those are the three main highest holidays in Satanism. And then, you know, the solstices and the equinoxes, things like that. Okay. That's interesting. So here's, here's one kind of for everybody. So do you think religious beliefs can be harmful to society as a whole? I think that religious beliefs certainly can be harmful. Um, when you try to dictate or legislate morality based, you know, when you tell somebody, all oh, my religion says, I can't do that. Okay, fine. It's when you tell somebody else, my religion says, you can't do that. That's when it becomes a problem. Okay. Okay. I, I agree so, with that. I would say that we say this, we're anti-Christian in the sense that we're anti-turn the other cheek. I mean, vengeance is part of our philosophy, but there is a context for that. Our vengeance would have to be, you know, part of our thing is the third point of protagonal visionism is lex talionis, which is punishment fitting and kind degree of the crime. And plus, like I said, the sixth satanic statement is responsibility to the responsible. So there's a context for that, that if your vengeance has to fit and kind of degree of the crime, so to speak. We, you know what I mean? But you're allowed to kind of retaliate within reason. Okay. Depending on what that person did to you. Okay, so far, so far, I'm kind of lining up with this. Um, yeah. What do you think, guys? Can can religion cause conflict? Oh, there actually at my one job, the foreman strictly forbade two topics of conversation all day, specifically at lunch break. Politics, religion. You start talking about either one, you're told to shut the fuck up or go outside and talk about it. Because that is, those are the two quickest ways to start an argument in America. Yeah. And I must say that we Satanists were uh, secular folk. We believe fully believe in separation of church and state and that religion should not be subsidized by the government and that you kind of should keep your religion to yourself, like I said, just like with this, you know, here at home. You know, so the Church of Satan is not one place. It's a whole bunch of places. Again, it's a cabal. So we really think that you kind of should just keep your religion to yourself. Okay. I don't really advertise my religion. I don't hide it, but I also don't advertise it. You know what I mean? I don't uh, proselytize. It's, you know, it's we're not evangelistic. We kind of think yeah. you're born anyway. Our founder okay, so always. So you're not rolling people. up and down the Vegas Strip trying to convert people. Right. We think you're born anyway, that if you're going to find us, you're naturally going to find us. You know what I mean? Uh, our founder always said that Satanists are born, not made. And I wholeheartedly agree with that, that it's just kind of naturally there or it isn't. You know okay. what I mean? All right. Um, let's see. Okay. So let me let me just go ahead and shatter one of the most popular myths American culture has. Oh, boy. Wheels. Have you ever sacrificed a goat? No, no. Actually, hey. that would not be part of satanic philosophy. Um, uh, uh, you know, I would uh, say that you're just not doing it right then, Wheels, because <laughs> I saw Dragnet, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Hollywood will be Hollywood, but I hate I hate to burst your bubble, man, but it says it's page 89, and the, and the satanic Bible, clear as day, under no circumstances would a Satanist ever harm an animal or a baby. Um, and in the tenth rule of the earth for us Satanists is do not kill a non-human animal unless you're attacked for your food. 
So I hate to burst your bubble there, but, uh, you know, that's not what we are. What we're about. That's more pluses. Yeah. Listen, right. I, I, well, I don't know. That may be a negative for me, dude, because I was really fully expecting, like, the whole dragnet experience, sacrificing a goat, reaching my hand into some kind of mug and just pulling out all these random drugs. No, and again, because we're atheists, there's nothing to sacrifice anything to, so it kind of wouldn't make any sense. Oh, well, that's fair. And again, I'm just messing around, but... Yeah, I know. I got um, so here's a question. Yeah. And I'm kind of, and this is kind of, this is for everybody again. But like in Christianity, we obviously, there's obviously like the little triangle, right? There's God, the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Trinity. Yeah. So was Jesus a man, God, or something else entirely? Like what do you well, guys think? Well, again, again, we don't, we don't buy into the Judeo-Christian concept of God versus the devil or Again, we're atheists, so we don't believe in God. Okay. Uh, of any way, shape, or form. We literally don't believe. I am my own God, like I said. So uh, okay. we're atheists. So I don't. I personally don't believe there was. I believe there might have been a man, personally, that was called Jesus that these myths are based on. There's a good book on this I used to have before I moved, and I didn't on, bring all my shit. I'm about to piss a lot of people off. Oh, boy. First of all, yeah. it was probably Jesus. I actually knew a Jesus, and uh, he worked for me at... My company. Uh, Shaggy ran downstairs because you said you were about to piss a whole bunch of people off, so he wanted to hear it. (laughs) He wanted to watch you get beat. So so then, obviously, uh, you know, the Satanism viewpoint is obviously evolution, right? Yes, uh, we believe in in science and understanding and reason and, you know, like I said... uh, Skeptical, you know, we're naturally skeptical. I mean, you know, I mean, the word occult itself comes is just the word hidden knowledge. So we look for things unexplored, you know what I mean? But we're all about, you know, what can and can't be explicable be proven. That's not to say that we're anti, like, say, supernatural or as uh, we would say supernormal. I mean, you know, you can talk about ghosts. Like, for me, I would think that, like, ghosts are maybe just some kind of residue that are left over, like, where they're not really conscious, but maybe some kind of... uh Something remains like a fingerprint. Like, say, if somebody died in like a tragic accident, and there was a lot of energy, that maybe some kind of uh, residual uh, residue remains, like some kind of psychic residue that maybe uh, persists. That that's what maybe what ghosts are. Um, I'm not so close-minded to say that there is, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't believe that there's an afterlife, but there, you know, there there could be certain psychic phenomena that we don't understand yet. But that also doesn't prove God, if that makes sense. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any. I mean, I know I have more questions. I'm just trying to I bring it on, man. Yeah. I, you know, you ain't got to worry about you know offending. I can't. You know, I'm almost impossible to offend. Trust me. Oh no, I <laughs> yeah, you're good. Um, I mean, you kind of, I mean, my, you kind of covered a lot of these, but um, so do you guys like believe like in like predestination, like? No, that's part of being your own God is you're the master of your own destiny. So okay. your successes and failures and shit like that are your own, uh, you know what I mean? You kind of got to create for yourself. Uh, okay. That's part of what being your own God is all about. You kind of create your own universe and kind of create your own world. Decide what you want for yourself. Achieve your goals. You know, uh, in Magus Peter H. Gilmore's book, there's an essay in there called The Magic of Mastery. You know, find what you're good at and develop it and then be the best version of yourself that you can be, you know? Okay. Um, 
that's what we're all about. It's part of being your own God, you know, uh, forming your own horizons, things like that. Okay. Um, uh, Anton LaVey's biggest influence was not Ayn Rand, as people say on the Internet, but in fact, Frederick Nietzsche. And Nietzsche talked about the Ubermensch, which is kind of the Superman. He kind of said that you had to kind of uh, be a Superman to kind of form your own horizons and things like that. I would say that a Satanist kind of sees that as a bit of a stretch, that those horizons are kind of based on what you want and what you desire for yourself based on your own natural attributes, talents, and abilities. Okay. So to speak. All right. So what are some other, like, misconceptions? Like, obviously, we've talked about you don't you – don't, sacrifice you don't sacrifice goats you don't sacrifice babies like yeah. obviously um, obviously you guys are not out like raising hell on the Vegas street. yeah and, uh, and also I mean we don't really engage in uh, like you know sexual orgies or anything like that it's not part of our rituals well, I mean, um, if you do you gotta pay extra for it okay so now we, I, well, that's our first negative yeah well <laughs> Well, I suppose if uh, a bunch of a group of individuals they decide to themselves that everybody's a consenting adult and they want to engage in that activity, they do so, but it's not necessarily okay. part of satanic so, uh, philosophy. So I'm hearing there's a chance. <laughs> well, I mean, if you, you know, like I said, if you find a group of individuals who want to participate in that, end of, you know, that proclivity behind closed doors and have at it. You know, hey, I, okay, Mills, that works for me. I may be back yeah. in. There, there's a chapter on it in the Satanic Bible on uh, page 67 or so called Satanic Sex. We accept all forms of human sexuality, provided that everybody's a consenting human adult. So obviously no children and no animals because they can't give consent. Okay. So no, you know what I mean? They're not kiddly fiddlers. Anybody that was caught doing that shit to kick the fuck out, they'd call the cops. You know? Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Um, no, no animals either. Wolf, wolf means no. You know, wolf, wolf, you know. Nothing like that, you know what I mean? We're not weird like that, you know what I mean? Okay. Now, do you guys, like, have, like, the concept of, like, sin? Well, we do have satanic sins. Uh, the number one says sin in Satanism is stupidity, actually. Um, <laughs> we often say it's too bad that oh, stupidity no, isn't painful. Um, uh, but, yes, we have sins, but they're not necessarily I'm going to burn in hell if I do this or that. It's more okay. counterproductive behaviors. Our sins are like uh, stupidity, pretentiousness. Be honest about who you are and what you can do. Don't build yourself up. I mean, don't, you know, be a cold turd on a paper plate and act like a hot shit on a silver platter type thing, you know. Okay. Uh, Self-deceit is a satanic sin, you know what I mean. Uh, uh, forgetfulness to past orthodoxies, which is kind of like when old, something old becomes new again, like when things go in and out of style or in and out of fashion. Oftentimes, new ideas are just old ideas repackaged. So forgetfulness to past orthodoxies. Another one of our sins is uh, counterproductive pride. You know, it's one thing to be prideful. But don't be so prideful to where if you make a mistake, you're too proud to admit it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, things like that. Uh, what else? Uh, let's see. Stupidity, pretentiousness, solipsism, which is kind of like don't assume everyone's just like you. People are different. We accept that. Okay. You know what I mean? Um uh, herd conformity, uh, that'd be like, uh, you know, I would say like if a group of individuals have a common goal and a common interest, it's okay to like participate in like say, like say if you're interested in like women's rights and you do a march, that's fine, but it's when it becomes, uh, non-beneficial to you, then you should stop doing it. Or if you're just doing it to kind of go along with the masses without ever okay. questioning it, that's our herd conformity. It. I got everybody else is doing it, so I need to do it too. So. Right, right, right. So that, but that can be dangerous, and that can be, you know, kind of counterproductive too. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so, counterproductive yeah. no matter what religion you are. Right, right. Um. So, so 
okay, so say you realize like you were you had a moment of stupidity. Well, uh, okay, uh, well, 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 there, there's such a thing that was an honest mistake, though. Where like, okay, so if there's something becomes a mistake, like if you do something, you know, stupid and you learn from it, then it's no longer stupidity; it's a life lesson. But when you keep going through the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, that certainly could be just stupidity. Wheels, you leave me and my ex out of this. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, let's not get into that, Janet. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, we're, 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 yeah, we're doing a good job here. Let's stay focused. No, I'm just <laughs> um, So, okay, so like in the Catholic Church, or I, I can't speak for other religions because I was raised, I was raised on Catholic guilt. I was raised a Methodist, man. So don't look at me. Um, you know, you commit a sin or whatever, you go to confession and ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Again, we don't have confession or anything like that. It's just more, those, like I said, the sins are more counterproductive behaviors where you okay. try to learn from those and make those not again. I mean, the whole point is just being accountable to yourself, responsibility to the responsible. It's our six satanic statement. It's probably one of the most cardinal dictums of satanic philosophy, you know? Okay. Um, so I'm thinking we've reached a point where we have our fabulous yeah. – Fabulous tales from Tom. Jokes, jokes. You know. Uh, well, I, I'm gonna say before we get into this, I was busy with my questions all week, so I don't have much for this particular part. Not because I was slacking, but <coughs> I mean, listen, <coughs> there's a lot, of, a lot of detail to what it because I wanted to make sure. Wheels didn't show up and like it was dead air. So uh, hit us, Tom. Hold on, hold on. Oh no! I keep forgetting. <laughs> You're just when gonna we, have to live boo him. When we have to, when we have people call in, I can't fucking boo you with the button. Oh. Hold on, hold on. I think I got it though. Boo. That's a pretty good move. That's pretty good move. I might hit you with a sheep one. Go ahead. You know, Mike, I got fired from uh, working at the uh, calendar factory. Oh, yeah? What happened? I took too many days off. That, that, that was bad. <laughs> that was a good one. Come on, Wheels. Don't encourage him. That's like a classic old man joke. Hey, hey, Wheels. What's that, brother? Brother, when you die, do not have your funeral at 9 a.m. I am not I known as a morning person. Oh, I feel you, man. Wheels, do not laugh at that one. Please do not laugh. That's a boo. I liked it. Good Lord. <laughs> All right. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, maybe I, maybe I was too harsh. I don't know. Did, they, did those jokes bring you happiness? Me? Yeah, man. I, uh, I think see, all right, all right. So they brought wheels happiness. Tom, what about you? I'm all right. If they brought you happiness, then I support them. Uh, I don't support the fucking crazy ass hey, cats. Hey, witch. Yes, Tom. Your mama's so fat when she farts. <laughs> 
tsunami alarms go off in Japan. Yeah. Damn. Your mom was so fat she cut her leg and her bled gravy. Hey, Mike. Oh yeah, listen. We've talked about this. We've talked about this. My mama keeps track, Tom. I know, I know. Um, your mama's so fat that Thanos couldn't even snap her away. It's messed up, dude. dude. You leave, you leave my mother's infinity stones out of this. <laughs> messed up, man. Is that what you call it? My mother, my mother's gonna. Oh, you're on the list. Damn. Now. My mom ain't got testicles. You know, uh, <laughs> she has testes. There's a difference. That's all right. That's all right. Your, your mom's so dumb. Yeah. Go wheels. Your mom is so dumb she got hit by a parked car and tripped over a cordless phone. Damn, that's a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey wheels. What? Your mama's so fat, she everybody role model. Oh, shit, your mama's so fat, and her blood type's Rocky Road, man. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Man, your mama's so old, her sex life is called carbon dating. Shit, your mama's so old, she goes to Dr. Gray for a pap smear. Yeah, Will, yeah, you got yeah. me. Hey, listen. <laughs> you got me. He fucking won. Wheel, Wheels Wheels won this week, dude. He, he got me. Yeah, he definitely won this week. Um, so, before, before we start, like, bullshitting, bullshitting again, because I definitely have kind of run out of questions here, um, is there anything... That you like want to kind of get out? Oh, oh, I have one. Okay. What's that, brother? Now, now this is now this is a joke, but it seems funny because it's something that could be in the realm of possibility. Is why does everybody assume that heavy metal is the devil's music? Oh. For all we know, he digs smooth jazz. Uh, want to hear something interesting? Our uh, current high priest back is Peter H. Gilmore. He has a master's degree in musical composition from NYU. He's a classically trained musician, and he hates heavy metal. He likes, like, Brahms and fucking, uh, uh, you know, uh, Beethoven, people like that. Um, Actually, there's an essay in his book called Diablos and Musica where he talks about, like, uh, you know, classical music that had, like, devil themes long before the event of the electric guitar and heavy metal and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that, what's interesting is our own high priest has a uh, master's degree in musical composition. Wow. <laughs> uh, was impressed. Give, her, give that dog a combo or something. But, but there are, there are um, heavy metal musicians that are uh, members of the Church of Satan or have been. Yeah, but I'm sure I'm sure there's rappers too. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure. But like, uh, you know, King Diamond, uh, he was given an honorary priesthood by Anton Abay. Um, King Diamond is a member. Uh, Marilyn Manson was given an honorary honorary priesthood yeah. by Anton Abay back in uh, the early '90s. Um, uh, Mark Allman, that dude, Soft Cell. Remember that band that sang that song? I want to get away, or I, I get away from the pain you drive in the heart of me. That one, whatever. Brothers. 
No, uh, soft sell, Mark Almond. Um, remember that's, yeah, he was, he was a member, um, Sammy Davis Jr. was a member back in the 70s. Uh, remember the Brad Pack and shit? Um, yeah, he was a member back in the okay. 70s. Yeah, but there are, and there have been, uh, other heavy metal musicians and other musicians that have been. The thing with the Church of Satan is, is honestly, in all the time I've been in, we got everything from porn stars to politicians. It's kind of amazing, you know, the spectrum. We have members of all over, all over the world, um, all, you know, from every walk of life, blue collar, white collar, no collar. Uh, we're really an eclectic group, you know. Yeah, I mean, it seems, it seems like there's definitely an appeal there when you sit down and you talk to someone and you kind of break through the, all the, uh, I mean, all of like the stereotypes and misconceptions, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I basically, I haven't, I haven't stepped into church since my brother's funeral. Um, and that, and that's been a minute, but I pretty much, I pretty much wake up every day and just, you know what I mean? Has anybody yeah. checked? Oh, good Lord. Is that was popping and bubbling. I'm hearing um, softly. I I mean I pretty much just get up and and anybody I interact with, I hope that like I made their day better. Right. That's you pretty much how I live my life. I see guys. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I see guys in the kitchen. He probably is not paying attention. We kind of yeah. feel like living, let live. You know what oh. I mean? We, we don't. Uh, you know, whatever whatever brings you happiness and whatever gets you through the day, yeah. that's your own. More power to you, you know? Yep. Like I said, we we don't convert. We think you're born for the most part anyway. Um, you know, so to each his own. I, I fuck half the people I know, most of my relatives are Christians and I love them just as much as I would anybody else. Absolutely. Um, Christianity's just something that works for other people. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, as long as Christians kinda keep Christianity to themselves and don't bring it into my state and my government building, I don't have a problem. <laughs> That's like that old joke, you know. Religion's like a penis. It's fine to have it out in public. It's fine to be proud of it, but don't put it in my fucking face. Right? Yeah, man. You know, uh, that's why you you know you you never met Satan to come knock on your door, man. We don't we don't you know bother people. You know, people go, oh, you do that for shock value. Uh, no, no, I don't. Uh, I kind of try to you know. Even to do this interview, you kind of had to coax and talk me into it a little bit. You know what I mean? I was kind of nervous about doing it anyway, as I told you. Yeah, I know. That's why, you know, that's why before you got on, like, I was like, listen, like, this is like information gathering. We'll let everybody make their own decisions. Right, as you should, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, anything else? Um, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, what else do you want to go over? Um, do you want me to go through like the, uh, nine satanic? Well, I think I already did some of that. Uh, you know, any, any more of the basics, uh, anything like that? Off the top of your head, what's like another, um, quote unquote national myth? Only because I don't know the right word to say. You you mean like a common misnomer? Yeah. Yeah. A common misnomer. Well, like I said, obviously that we worship the devil. That's a big, huge misnomer. Um, uh, uh, you know, one thing that I get a lot is we'll, you know, say like, uh, in the first book of the Satanic Bible, the Infernal Bad Tribe, Dr. LeVay pulled from a little known book called Might is Right by a pseudonymous author, uh, Ragnar Redbeard, whose real name was Arthur Desmond, and say, well, because LeVay pulled from Might is Right where it says, Blessed are the strong, uh, you can't be a Satanist because you're in a wheelchair, when in fact, it does say the strong, but it also says, that, you know, that, uh, 
it's the mighty minded. And, uh, you know, certainly while the strong may rule the weak, the intelligent, the clever rule the strong, as Frederick Nietzsche said in his work, Thus Bakes Zarathustra. So, um, you know what I mean? Uh, it's certainly false that, uh, you know, that you can't have a disability and also be a Satanist. The point is to be right. the best version of yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah, right, right. All right. Um, I got to go fix the pizza cutter. Never no. mind. Shaggy, Shaggy, Shaggy got is it. in the house. Don't, don't get in between Shaggy and a Scooby Snacks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um. So, let me ask you something, Wheels. Yeah. Now, that, this is completely off subject. Yeah, no, no problem, bro. But what was the first concert that you got picked up in your chair and crowd surfed in your chair? The first time that ever happened, I was at Disturbed in 2005. I actually got pulled up on stage with David Draymond and all the boys back when Disturbed played. Uh, They played that B&B backstage over there in Boardman. Yeah. They were the headliner, and uh, it was uh, – that band that did Wasteland, 10 years. Oh, yeah, 10 years. And Disturbed. And they were over at the B&B backstage. I got pulled up on stage because I was in the middle of the pit, and they were moshing. And David David Draymond stops the show and goes, "Hold on, there's a wheelchair in the mosh pit. Anybody deserve anybody could be in a fucking wheelchair in the mosh pit deserves to be up on the stage with us." And they took me and put me up on the stage with David Draymond, and David Draymond gave me a fist bump and all kinds of other shit. The bass player gave me a bass pick and all that kind of stuff. Like I've actually met David Draymond. I met him the following year again on Ozfest that year. He didn't really remember me, but it's cool to meet him again. He shook my hand. How you doing, man? You know, well, wow. yeah, I've met Corey Taylor, too, from Slipped on Stone Sour. I met him Corey real brief. He's the greatest metal vocalist of our generation, in my well, opinion. I, met him, I met, uh, remember um, that Taylor song, like the Through the Glass song. Remember when they were on that tour? They played a show over in Austin Town at the Wedge, and, uh, you know, he gave me a fist bump and, like, you know, stuff like that. You know, that's pretty cool. So what's been your favorite concert you've ever been to? My favorite concert, too, would have to be the very first concert because it popped my concert cherry. It was Ozfest 99, man. That lineup was Black Sabbath, the original members, Rob Zombie when he was on Hellbilly Deluxe, the Deftones, Godsmack, Static X, Slipknot back on the second stage when they were nobody. Yeah, that was. So let me ask you this. How does someone grow up in Mercer, Pennsylvania, and then end up in Vegas? What took you out there? Well, um, all right, dude, um, you know, we're off topic a little bit. That's fine. Uh, uh, I had been coming out here on vacation since I was about 22 years old. And what I got tired of doing was coming, coming out here and being able to go on 24 hour transportation, shit like that. They have handicapped taxis. All the buses at the corner have a handicapped lift. I can go any, like when I go out to concerts and shit, I don't get home till after midnight. So I got tired of not being able to live life, like living in the Bodunk fucking town with no yeah, okay. transportation and stuff like that. And like only like 10 years ago, they only finally put the dips in the sidewalks in Mercer. Yeah. For years, the sidewalks in Mercer were shitty. Right? Uh, I'm guilty so, there. Yeah. So I got, I got tired, I got tired of going back and forth and it's like, dude, why don't I just fucking move out here? I was out here twice a year. I was out here about a month a year anyway. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? So it's like, let's eventually let's just move out there and fuck it. Let's give it a try. What's the worst that could happen? Be it wheels. Yeah. I didn't know the answer to this question, brother. What's that? What's your favorite show? 
my favorite show? Mike has a drink, of course. No, 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 not the podcast, the one you go to regularly. Oh, uh, you mean Fantasy over at the Luxor? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why don't I do that? Because I know the singer, and we've been friends for about 10 years, and she comps my ticket and shit. Her name's Lorena. Uh, she's got her own show here on November 1st at the Smith Center out here in Vegas. But, uh, you know what I mean? I'm I'm pretty friendly with all the cast, so I go to the – actually, like I said, she comps that for me. So I go to that about That's once a awesome. month or so. It gives me a night out, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. November 1st, guess what? That's in the fall. Yeah. Is it still is it still about eighty in November? Uh, yeah, yeah, seventy five, eighty. You know what oh, I mean? I can look then, at that. All right. Yeah. I'm well, gonna check. Then, I'm gonna check my I will uh, warn you. The desert does get yeah. cold because we have a lot of clear skies. So it's a lot of times as soon as the sun goes down, like say if, like in the middle of December, our coldest part of the year, we're only about sixty in the daytime. So about at night, sometimes we'll get down to like forty five or forty degrees, which for okay. here is freezing. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm still not used. Like, I have a coat, but I haven't worn it. I usually just wear my hoodie, even in the coldest okay. part of the year so far. Well, that's because that's you grew up in uh, the frozen tundra. Yeah, I grew up in the frozen tundra. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, if, if you have not experienced, like, the, a snow belt winter. Right. You oh, shit, dude, I went to college up at Edinburgh, man, so I know all about the snow. I remember when yeah. I used to plow the snow, and yep. it would be clear up to the fucking top of the light pole. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> So yeah, I know. Yeah, no, I, no, up, no. I went up to New York yesterday, right? Oh yeah. I had to pick oh, up a few, few things, and once got to a certain point, there was no more smoke coming down from Canada. Everything was clear, and I and I said, "Wow!" And that tells you everything you need to know about Pennsylvania winters, right there. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing: the government needs to stop blaming us Canadians. It is not us. Turn your fans up towards the Arctic Circle, man. Not. It's not us, dude. Listen, I find it awful, awful uh, convenient that all these fucking chemicals and shit have disappeared, and then they load them up in the fucking airplanes and spray them over the U.S. because they want to try to keep us in our houses for the summer. That's my story. Hear me out. I'm sticking to it. Because they're already... Stay home and I'm all in. Look, they're already talking about putting masks and shit back on. I'm not having it. it they they had the mask mandate out here fucking forever. Yeah. A lot of dumb people, man. They, they're wearing them and then they just got them over their mouth and not over their nose. And that defeats the whole purpose of wearing a fucking mask. Right. <laughs> Nothing says, like, I'm an idiot other than just wearing it over my mouth like a diaper instead of over my nose, too. <laughs> well, I was like all the people that, like, you see pictures on Facebook where they have the whole middle part cut out of the mask. Yeah, I know. It's like jackasses. Well, they started making them with zippers so you could unzip them mm -hmm. to eat your lunch or, yeah. or suck your dick or whatever you're doing and then zip them back up. Yeah. Like, okay, hold on. No, we're not going to touch that. Well, Mike, that's what? because you haven't been touched like that in a while. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I feel you on that, Mike. Yeah, anyway. I feel like you're fucking judging me, dude. Like, you, you're talking all this shit, but, you, you know, on Tuesday, you didn't have none of that shit coming out your mouth. No shit was coming in my mouth. <laughs> there, there, was, there, was other, there was other stuff dripping down the floor. Oh, 
why listen, I don't visit it on Friday. Listen, our people that listen to this podcast are going to be like, what the hell is going on with Tom and Mike? It's, no, they're going to want to see it. It's, it's for gonna, entertainment purposes only. It is not worth a pay-per-view. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. That's a little ass pizza. A big ass piece, a little ass pizza. Yeah. Where's Where's the vegetarian piece? Yeah, that's vegetarian ish. Whatever. You don't care about your dad's well being. So be it, crotch goblin. Fucking crotch goblins. Feeding everybody else. But not the person that. It was your choice to not eat meat, not mine. Wow. Wow. You got a point, yo. Wow. Wheels, man. Would you judge someone because they became a vegetarian? Nah, man. It's each his own, man. I'm I'm a. I'm a meatarian myself, but to each his own, man. If you want to eat vegetables, that's your business. Eat it up. Bro, you know what I mean? That'd be yeah. perfect. We we could go out. You'll have the steak. I'll have the salad bar. Right, and that's we'll fine. split it. It'll be like four dollars and twenty five cents each in Vegas. Well, them days of a long the ninety nine buffet are long fucking yeah, gone, man. Let me tell you. So disappointing. Hey, where's where's your favorite place to eat out there, Wheels? My favorite place to eat? Um, shit, I don't know, man. Uh. I go to, um, there's a TGI Fridays across the street from me in that casino. I go over there once in a while. It's where I get that big rack of ribs. Okay. And shit. Yeah, um, we'll go with that for now, man. Um, you know what I mean? I, I went and got some uh, steak nachos the other day over at the Mexican place. Okay. You been, any, um, you been to any of the Michelin places out there, like the Michelin star places? Uh, I have over the years, man. It's been years since I've been there, but I went to, like, uh, Jewel Rubichon at the MGM. Okay. Um, shit like that. that that's a Michelin three star. It? Um, it's worth the experience. Now the fucking price of it. Yeah. No. That's fair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, well, yeah, yeah. because obviously there's it's definitely, it's definitely worth the experience. Man, you know what I mean? But yeah, I've been well, to Jewel Rubichon and uh, that Larere. They're both at the MGM. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, man. It's, I've been coming out of here for years, so I'd have to really sit and think about it. But yeah, I've been oh, that's out. fair. So let's say let's say someone's in Vegas, right? Right. What what are like the can't miss tourist things that like aren't traps? All right, man. Well, I would say um, you know everybody comes here. You got to fit in a Cirque du Soleil. Personally, I'd go with the Beatles' Love. Okay. Um, uh, that's my personal favorite. I've seen it about 10 times probably over the years. Oh, wow. Um, everybody's got to, you know what I mean? Uh, they got rid of the volcano with the Mirage. That's a free attraction, but they still do the fountain. They do still do the fountain with the Bellagio. Mm-hmm. That's a free attraction. Um, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. There's just so much shit here. It depends on what you want to do. You know what I mean? That's what's cool about Vegas is no matter what you're into, there's always something for you to something. do. I right. I see like the videos of the people like zip lining in the mall. Yeah, they yeah they have that. Uh, there's a zip line uh, over like at the link here in town in the middle yeah. of the strip. I don't, you know I, mean? I don't trust that shit. Wheels. Yeah, me me neither, man. There's a zip line downtown too. You could also, you know, the stratosphere, the one that looks like a needle. 
you can actually bungee jump off that thing. No, fuck, I ain't doing that either, dude. Yeah, man. I've seen too many videos where the bungee jump, the bungees break. The fucking cord breaks. Yeah. Which is, which is, I also have an issue. No. Well, we won't go there. Now, wheels, do not yeah. get this wrong, brother. Uh, never mind, I lost it. No, go ahead, man. No, I lost it. All right. My dumbass lost it. Don't worry about it. Well, yeah. Well, if it comes back, if you come back, man, let me know. If it comes back to you. Yeah. Um, what about like, I don't know, dude, and this, and this may not apply because you live there, right? But right. Like, when you get online or whatever, you can see like some of these hotels are like, uh, the Excalibur, the one that looks like a pyramid or whatever. Yeah, I used to say they're like, a lot nice. Are, like, are they, are they nice hotels or are they like, yeah, like I mean, gods? I mean, they're, they're nice hotels. I mean, even the Excalibur, it's a cheaper hotel and it's older, right. so it's like not as well appointed to say the Bellagio or the Wynn or the, you okay. know, Palazzo or some shit, but you're also not paying that kind of prices either, right. you know what I mean? Right. So yeah. you just, you know what I mean? So it kind of goes with the territory, but man, yeah, when you're out here, man, you know, you're not here to be in the room. You're here to be out and doing and seeing shit. So, you know, these people that pay like $500 a night for a room and a suite and shit, it's like, man, why? When, you know, you're not going to be in the room, you know, you're out. Yeah, you're going to do so much shit to do. Right. So, like, when I used to come here, man, Luxor was plenty for me. Luxor is about a three, three-and-a-half-star hotel. Okay. Plenty. You've got plenty of, you know, it's got three Starbucks for coffee in the morning and shit. And, you know. Not wheels. Like, I, I was coming so long that, like, I'd get four nights comped. And okay. some uh, free play and some uh, food and beverage credit, but where kind of, you know, whatever I spent to get out here was kind of given back to me in comps when I got here. So, you know, kind of almost paid for it. So. Okay. Now, um, Wheels. Yeah. Have you personally, like, come across uh, ladies of the evening? Um, yes, I have. And no, I have not put there? them up. It's not, it's not legal, like everybody says. The closest. Uh, the closest brothel to here is like 75 miles away each way. It's on Homestead Road up in Nye County. The okay. And is that the one that was on HBO back no, in no, the No, 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 no. That, that's, that's, that's the Moonlight Bunny Ranch. That's up by Carson City. It's about six miles outside of Carson City, which, okay. is, the capital, which is about an eight-hour drive from here. So it would be like driving from where we're from to Philadelphia. Eight hours? Yeah, yeah. I may skip Vegas then. Well, yeah. Well, but like I said, uh, you know, it is there is one in Nye County called the. Uh, they're across the street from each other. There's actually two of them. There's the Chicken Ranch, and then there's uh, Sherry's Ranch, man. But yeah, we got that out of here. But it's a ways okay. away. I've never, I've never went up there. Now, have I been approached by women who want to take me back to my room and see how much money I have? I'm like, yeah, you're not robbing my ass because yeah. I can't chase you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so you're saying if I come to Vegas, there's a chance I can't yeah, well, over I mean, 75 miles out of town. Yeah, well, I mean, and then what I'm saying stop. is too, like, you know what I mean? If you, if you got game, you know what I mean? You could probably hook up with a chick. There's chicks out here. I mean, you know, like, you have to sit and listen to the podcast. <laughs> I thought you were a long time listener. I got, I don't have any game. <laughs> well, you do, but you have Chinese checkers. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. So, uh, damn. I, you know, once it goes beyond the, hey, do you like dad bods? 
Yeah. Yeah. And I'm done. You know, women love your dad yeah. until you piss them off. Then you're yeah. a fat fuck. Yeah. But then That's you right. Got the trash or paint, paint the yard green. Whatever. Must be so, a Canadian thing. It is. It is. You got me. We paint our yards up there because it's so cold most of the year. There's not a long enough growing season. Okay, some women are just crazy and they just want to be mad at y'all. But you know, a lot of women, like, they asked you 15 times to take out the damn trash before they yelled at you, right? Listen, ask me once, I'll fucking take it out eventually. You know, it's like that old joke. If a guy says he'll do something, if a guy says he'll do something, he'll do it. No need to remind him every six months. He'll do it. it. We'll get to it. I cannot roll my eyes hard enough. My brain already hurts. Like, I love you both. I love you both. Please note. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about that. I feel, like, I feel like there's a butt there. I love you both, but. Who doesn't love butts? I mean, I like big butts. I only trust people who like big yeah, butts too, because dude. they cannot lie. They can't lie. Right. As Sir Mix a lot would say. That's right. That's fair. That's fair. I like big butts. That reminds me of uh, uh, what's the movie, the cartoon movie with the sh- the uh, fish and shit. Um, Finding Nemo. Nemo. No, not that one. Will Shark Tale. Yeah, Shark Tale. <laughs> big butts. <laughs> he said big butts. Um, uh, the one that tells you where my fucking humor is at this point. I like it, though. Um, so, we're, we're kind of approaching, like, the witching hour here. Um, I, I got to tell you, Wheels, I, I appreciate you coming on. Definitely, man. Thank you for having me. Um, you know what we got to do tonight? What? Tomorrow's the start of the new month. What do you got to do? Pee in my yard. Your beginning of the month ritual. Remember we did the last month? I gotta do that every month? Every month! Come on, get with the program! Do you want more spicy things in your life? I do, I definitely do. I definitely do. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And more, more. Wheels, wheels, I've been, I've been dipping, dipping my fingers into like the whole crystals. The stones. Metaphysics and that kind of shit. Yeah, I've been hanging out with my witchy ass. For yeah, yeah, I've got a couple witches now that have, like, started influencing my... Is that the cheese? No, it's pepperoni. Uh, uh, and I've started cutting... I, I, I'm not influencing. Keeping the knowledge. It's opened... It's opened me up to new experiences. Yeah. Um, except I won't get rid of my lucky turtle. Dude, I don't think you should. Because he's made a stone of turtle bones or something. I don't know. Anywho. My uh, green stones are made of uh, elk and cow, so whatever. I'm not judging. My quartz is made of my cancer testicle. Uh, well, at least mine was made from a real turtle. That's not true, dude. They didn't let you take that home. They did not let me take it and home. And you couldn't touch it you blow that shit up, bitch. Don't lie. Yeah, you're like, you're just like telling all kinds one of crazy time. stories. One time. Uh-uh. The second time it only cracked. It didn't Yeah, shatter. the second time it didn't count. I'm not counting that time. You, If you're too drunk to remember the other time, I'm not reminding you. 
Oh, snap. So, with that being said, put your fucking shopping cart away. <laughs> uh, be nice to each other. Uh, hold the fucking door for a stranger. Uh, show wheels your boobies. Yeah, it, send send them the um your, your the booby pics to uh, mikecousins@gmail.com, and Mike will make sure he forwards them to wheels <laughs> in in good time. Uh, <laughs> at least, at, at, listen, at least they won't be sticky when he gets them. I'd appreciate that, man. <laughs> I, I do what I can, man. You know, yeah, I know. we, we got to make sure our guests leave happy. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You know, I just don't need any extra protein stains on anything. Yeah, 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 yeah that's <laughs> it. It's, I mean, it'd be just like eating like a can of chickpeas. You'll be okay. Hey, what's a chickpea and a garbanzo bean? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, I never paid for a chickpea on my face. No, I never paid for a garbanzo bean on my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> well, literally just saw the light bulb turn on over Mike's head. Wow. It was... Wow. It's a We're going to have to talk. <laughs> uh, I, I'm at a loss for words. So listen, Wheels, we appreciate you. We appreciate everybody that, that tunes in and listens to this fucking train wreck every week. Oh, oh. Time out. Let me stop you. Uh-oh. You wanted to bring up the numbers. Oh, you're right. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Good, good catch. Good catch. So. This is why I'm the third most paid. That's right. That's why you are the third highest paid member. You're like a dollar less than me and $48,000 less than the witch. <laughs> and 50 cents. Well, it, 50 cents. It, it depends. It depends. If when, uh, Listen, when we lose a Patronus, it comes out of her salary first. <laughs> um, so, this week... I agree to no such terms. No, I make the rules. I'm the money guy. Um, I didn't say shit. Yeah, it was it, you didn't have to. We felt it. We felt it. We're in tune with the spirit. I was trying to figure out if Tom got sauce on him or if he put no, on his shirt. Because I was going to tell he, me he no, got sauce on him. Seriously, I just bought this damn thing today. Put it on, went in the bathroom and looked at it and went, how the fuck did that happen? I thought you got pizza sauce on well, your shirt. Well, I'll tell you how it happened. Your, shirt, your cigarette burned a hole in your fucking shirt, dude. It happens. Well, this light, it looks like pizza sauce, so that's why I was It's not day. pizza sauce. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, and I didn't mean to call you out, but... I'd have felt that. trying yeah. to, like, help you out. You would have felt the hot pizza hitting you. Uh, or Hudson would have licked Listen, it. I lose stuff down my shirt all the time, and don't... Yeah, we've, we've, we've already covered that. Listen, we, listen, we've already covered that. That's like... I, 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 we're not even going to go there again. Um, what time? What the hell were we talking about? <laughs> Numbers. Numbers. I thought we were talking about Tom burning himself with a cigarette to orgasm. I mean, no, wait, that, we don't no, talk about we that. We don't talk about that. Um, Whatever works, bro. We, we had a good week last week. Right. Numbers. We had 200. Uh, hold on. Oh, I need to back up. It was a record week last week. All right. Okay. We had 200 and 
42 downloads. Woo! I don't know how it happened because I'm not really thinking like last week was like our best week, but it, the word is getting out. So if everybody that listens, we appreciate you spreading the word. We and keep had, sharing us to your friends. Yeah. But like, I pissed off a lot of my friends by, you know, hey, check me out on this podcast. Yeah. Check this podcast out. Yeah. We expect you to do the same, people. Oh, uh, listen. Congratulations on that, guys. Hey, I remember you. back when I did the soapbox, man, the first time I ever hit, you know, uh, 500 views, like when I did videos and stuff, the first time I read 1,000 views, you know, it was a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, back when I used to do my video essay and video blog and things yeah, like that. So, um, I, I know how hard it is. It's so hard, dude. It's a grind. Yeah. That's an achievement, especially when you're not putting money behind it. It takes forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not like a professional athlete like the fucking, the fucking Kelsey brothers. Yeah. Dickheads. I love you. Love you, Jason. Hate you, Travis, because you beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. But anywho, um, we, we're still international. Oh, you wanted to make fun of English people too. Uh, I'm getting there. Okay. Ninety-ninety-four 94% of our listeners are still in the United States. All right. We have a few in Singapore, a few in New Zealand, and then we have a few over in that country where they talk funny, have bad teeth, and eat fish and chips. But possibly hello, hello, Governor. one of the best science fiction shows ever. They probably fucking stole it from someone, dude. Canada. Probably. It was probably Canadian. No, because there was no mention of maple syrup anywhere. Yeah, and they definitely don't walk around saying, hey, we're sorry. <laughs> sorry. Or sorry. Hoser. Yeah. You hoser. Um, wow. Now my mom's going to kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was my mission. Okay, I see how you operate. Um, Ask you things for everybody. Hold on, let me pull this up because I know we got to be getting close. We are. We're yeah, we're pretty so, close. Uh, uh, shout out, shout out to some. Shout out to Wheels for joining us. And Wheels, shout, shout out to Wheels. Uh, feel free to join us on any topic, man. Uh, you know, just hit me up and I'll tell you what we're covering that week. Uh, All right, man. Shout out to our expecto patronums. Shout out to Soap. Shout out to Soap. Soap. The band's name is Soap. 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 band's name is Soap. Not downtown Georgia Brown. It is now Soap. Downtown whoever is dead. And Mike and I found this out when we went to go see Psycho Stick in concert. And the opening band was supposed to be downtown something Brown. But he came out calling himself Soap and was like, no, that band just died. So. Not getting back together is dead. But cool dude, talk to me for like 45 minutes. Right. Um, Took one of our stickers. Yeah. Can I say anything nice to your ladies before we go? Mm, we, we appreciate all the emails. We appreciate the listeners. I know we don't do a fantastic job. Well, that's not fair. I know I don't do a good job responding. I read them all. I forward them all. We discuss. We discuss your opinions, your views. Um, we look at your drinks. And say, oh yeah, which, that sounds which, fantastic. I, I, I gotta be the. I, I gotta be the. I gotta be the guy here. Sometimes you're wrong. 
Not you. Yeah. I know. I'm never wrong. <laughs> Sometimes you're wrong with uh, the, the wrong. things in the emails. Yeah, people. I've been wrong since like 1076 back when I told Charlemagne. Anywho. Um, you taught Charlemagne anywho? Mm-hmm. And he did not put it in the Magna Carta. I was so disappointed. I just fucking smacked you with some history right across the nose. I just teabagged you with some history, Tom. Oh, Lord. Um, oh, why is it so stinky and sweaty? Not because I'm wearing fucking armor, because it's 1076. And we never mind. Oh, speaking of that, man, imagine this. You got to go through 37 buttons to get to some sexual activity that hasn't been washed in two weeks in the river bath. I feel bad for people. <laughs> people in those days. But come on. You know, why are you judging people from California? Oh. They don't even have water out there. But, but you're telling me. No, they do. They just stole it off from Vegas, right, Wheels? Yeah, yeah. How is mead, anyways? How, like mead, it's actually rose by about ten feet because we had such a good snowpack over the winter time. It's actually, but it, yeah, it was getting low as hell, man. It, you know what yeah. I mean? So low that they were like finding bodies in there and shit that have been buried in there since the seventies from when the mob right. was out. That's <laughs> crazy. 